T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan a day, staying away from all the other craziness and nastiness that may be in this world. And I suggest you do the very, very same. Gyms are shut down. I went to the gym earlier today. My car broke down. Got that fixed. Things like a lot of things are breaking down in my life. But this isn't breaking down. This is the time we get to spend together and not have to worry about the coronavirus. We are quarantined together for the next hour, and we are going to make it worth your while, especially on a St. Patrick's Day. I'm a little more Irish than normal. No, I'm not full of beer. I'm just a little more Irish. The Irish in me is accentuated. After all, I'm from New Orleans, very Cajun, but also like most New Orleanians, there's that little bit Irish in there from the Irish Channel. So the parts of me that are Irish are really, really Irish right now. Hawk and Crowder, they are not Irish, but... They're always fun to listen to. Here's a taste of what you'll get from them in just a short while. I can't even keep track of what's going on. This is insane. Now, I did not expect Tom Brady to switch teams. No. Surprised me also. Once again, we'll hear from them in just a little while. Also, the Joe Rose Show talking with Super Bowl coach Brian Billick. You can kind of guess what they're going to talk about. And the Dan Levitard Show talking with Diana Rossini, who I would love to be quarantined with. Right now, though, I would love to read you these headlines. Tom Brady has announced that he will not play with the Patriots next season. Brady becomes a free agent tomorrow at 4. The Dolphins have agreed to a five-year, $82.5 million deal with former Cowboy Byron Jones. This makes him the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL. Sources say Drew Brees has agreed to a two-year deal with the Saints, while New Orleans' backup quarterback Terry Bridgewater will replace Cam Newton at Carolina. Other big NFL moves today. Marcus Mariota heads to Oakland while the Cowboys re-sign wideout Amari Cooper to a record $100 million deal. The French Open has moved its start date from late May to late September due to coronavirus. Two Yankees minor leaguers have tested positive for coronavirus. Major League Baseball has pushed back its opening day indefinitely. The Canes football team have added FCF school Central Connecticut to its 2021 schedule. The game will be played at Hard Rock Stadium. Aaron Ekblad has put his Fort Lauderdale mansion on the market. Despite the impending sale, Ekblad is expected to stay with the Panthers. And now, a corona-free edition of the Day Spa. Ah, always enjoy taking a step into the Day Spa. A Chicagoland woman says a two-inch goldfish she wanted a fair has exploded to over 12 inches long. The fish named Gerald has had to be placed in a larger tank 
and away from other fish because he kept eating his tank mates. I got this one for a movie, Attack of the Killer Goldfish. A San Diego man has started a street corner toilet paper exchange. Ooh, free toilet paper. I like. Now go wash your hands. Now on the weather, brought to you by Hialeah Park. Tonight's forecast cloudy with temperatures in the mid-70s. Let's get some sports in your life. Seems like coronavirus has shut down the sports world, but no, no, no. Kind of just as busy as always. Joe Rose Show, talking with former Baltimore Ravens head coach. He won a Super Bowl with those guys. Brian Billick, talking about Dolphins free agent spending spree. Uh-oh, all of a sudden, the Brady news dropped. And they deal with that. And does Brady fit right here in Happy MIA? Free agency has started. The NFL is going on the business as usual in the last 24 hours. And what a crazy 24 hours it was. We'll start off with a couple of the Dolphin moves. We'll move on to some of the NFL stuff as well. Uh, Dolphins made a big splash a couple times yesterday. I guess the biggest one by signing a specific cornerback from the Dallas Cowboys, Byron Jones. What do you think about that first signing? Or not first, but one of the, the biggest signing for the Dolphins yesterday? Well, obviously, they're all they're all big. They're all uh, important. And the hard thing, you know, particularly in a, in, in a year now where the cap goes up to 198 million to try to judge the trades based on the amounts that they're paying it's hard to do because they all sound exorbitant and it all sounds like you're overpaying but within the fact that the market has gone up and that obviously is an excellent corner you know i think we're a little past the age of the shutdown corner but what we're willing to pay for a good solid corner in the back end it's, it's telling some of the other signings they had yesterday they, one of the things the dolphins needed and needed pretty bad were, were pass rushers edge rushers and they signed a couple of them yesterday Shaq Lawson and Kyle Van Noy from the New England Patriots. Uh, two guys that look like they fit the Brian Flores scheme of things where you have to play in uh, different positions and be versatile. Those two guys, when you first saw those signings for the Dolphins, your first thoughts were what? And obviously he's going to lean on uh, the prototype that they had in New England in terms of, you know, in New England and the system, it's all about situational players. It's about role players. Uh, and everybody has a specific role. It could be a 15 snap, 30 snap. Obviously, if you're looking for a dominant total 65 snap guy that comes with a certain price so it's interesting that miami has gone out the way it has early follow more of the new england style it would be more strategic signings later on uh, in the free agency period let me ask you about since we're talking about new england uh there's this theory that tom brady is finally going to be leaving new england that the patriots are possibly embarking on a rebuild do you think that this split up has anything to do with ego of bill belichick and ego of tom brady wanting to prove that they can win without each other and uh, maybe in the deep recesses of their mind uh if you go back and you remember when uh, uh, bill walsh left the 49ers that organization whether it was george seaford and it wasn't a blatant boy now we're going to show you what we can do but part of it had to be okay you know whether it be a joe montana or steve young and it's it's you know we're pretty good too here now you know and yeah yeah bill walsh is a genius but you know we need to get our credit as well i don't think either one of them has to do anything to solidify their their status in terms of the pantheon of great coaches and players again with with uh, bill belichick who is ageless i guess because for him to keep what's he 68 or 69 something like that and still pounding away and what the time of that rebuild is it makes sense 
sense that if indeed you're transitioning from the, the GOAT and Tom Brady, that like every organization, and New England's been able to avoid this because they've had Tom Brady, that he's always been, you know, covered whatever move they've had to make. And obviously in a division where, okay, no matter what we do, we're going to win the division. So where do we go from here? Yeah, it may be for the first time in a long, long time, a true rebuild. And that's natural. Most organizations have had to go through that. Uh, what will be interesting is is how long is that rebuild? Of course, in the NFL, it could be two, three years tops. And obviously for Bill Belichick, who's got complete control of the organization, all it means is, is they won't be able to maybe be as strategic. And you may see them take a few more draft choices, not keep falling back, or maybe go out and get a few more free. They're not going to waste money in free agency, but they've been able to cherry pick in the past because it be- you began the year with Tom Brady. All right, Brian, in the midst of us talking to you, uh, Adam Schefter has just put out a tweet that Tom Brady just announced on Instagram that his football journey will take place elsewhere, not in New England. It looks like the breakup is for real, not just us talking about it or thinking about what might happen. Tom Brady uh, has put out there that his journey will take place somewhere elsewhere, not in New England. Okay, with that said, Brian, where's he going now? Tampa Bay or the Chargers, Brian? Which do you think is a better fit? inclination has been history, and history's on my side. It's easy for me to be a naysayer or anything because the odds will be on my side. And I can say, see, I told you so. If you're a team, even if it's the GOAT, even if it's Tom Brady, if you're a team that think you're that one player away, you're probably not. There's probably a whole lot more that has to be addressed. Uh, certainly in Tampa Bay, maybe uh, in 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 San Diego, or I should say, L.A. Chargers. Certainly, the Chargers would make sense for where Tom is in his personal life, and certainly lives in L.A. and his life can be down there. That's all well and good. I don't know if I'm the Chargers uh, that that motivation is high on my priority list. Simply that we're the we're, we're the easy place for him to come. Certainly, he can make the Chargers better. Where is Tom Brady in terms of his abilities? And with each year, we're going to have that question. You don't think he and makes the hit. Chargers a title contender? Well, I think the Chargers are going to be around. No, do I think the favorite? Uh, do I put him in the top? echelon with Baltimore and Kansas City? No, no. Chargers need a whole lot more than Tom Brady to get to that. Now, can they be good? Will they make the playoffs? Can they make a run? Sure. I'd put them in the category of a Tennessee, but I personally, I, even with Tom Brady, I don't, I don't put him in the in the Baltimore, Kansas City, and those are going to be the number one and two seeds right now. I think going in, what do I know? Uh, going into the season, uh, but it, and yeah, I mean, he is the goat. Make no mistake. I'm not saying that he's not going to have an impact. I'm saying the history of these guys going someplace to a teams that think they're that one player away now with a 42 year old quarterback. Who? Boy, that's that's a uh, yeah, maybe 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 what, that what, happens. What about Tampa? What if he goes and and reunites with Bruce well, joins Bruce Arians down there in Tampa with that weaponry? Wow. Do you, do you think that they would become yeah. title contenders? I think they'll be better, and certainly within the NFC South, you know, obviously you're still going to have to contend with New Orleans. We'll see what happens with Carolina and the Cam Newton thing. Is that going to, you know, him coming back and how healthy is he? Atlanta with Matt Ryan. I mean, it's, just, it's a good, tough division. Will they be better? Yes. Does this make them a title contender? Um, I don't know. I'll have to see it. I think Tampa's got a whole lot more going on than just at the quarterback position. Brian, I think the uh, the top two teams, as we we were just talking with you about it, the Bucks and the Chargers. Uh, they probably are the top two suitors for him. I've been hearing over the last 24 hours, and I've been seeing it. And you don't can't believe everything you see on social media, but are the Dolph? Do you think the Dolphins are a good fit for Tom Brady? If, if Brian Flores called him up and said, "We got the money for you. We have a chance to, to make a run in the AFC East now." Now that you've left New England, also, <laughs> he'd laugh in their face. Do you think that Tom Brady would be a fit down here in Miami? Well, sure. Yeah, he would make them better. But I, you know, people, I've been doing my radio shows all day and 
the moves that Miami making. Will this make Miami better? Miami can sign anybody and they're better. Right. At any position, <laughs> right? They, they got a lot of need, okay? So, yes, you can, they could sign me and they would be better, okay, at whatever position they want to put me at. So, yeah, Tom Brady, certainly th- that would be a big step for them. Do they have enough around him yet in Miami? Probably not. Although, no, let's right. assume, let's say New England's fallen off a little bit. Okay, Buffalo, we know, is going to be solid, should build from where they're going on. Who knows what's going to happen with the Jets? So, yeah, could they be contenders in the AFC East with Tom Brady fairly readily? Sure, sure, I could see that. Does that put them in the upper echelon? Certainly not in the one-two spot. Does that put them in the Tennessee level? I'd, I'd, I'd say even Miami at best, if they can kind of get into that third tier of playoff teams, a good first-round uh, a wild card uh, uh, participant, that'd be a nice step for Miami. And now you brought up Baltimore before, and I, and I love how the rich get richer because all of a sudden a fifth-round pick gets you Calais Campbell. I know he's an older Calais Campbell than he was a couple of years back, obviously, in the NFL, but the rich get richer. Baltimore gets Calais Campbell for just about nothing has to give him some money obviously and sign him to a new deal they I got mean, uh michael brockers too so they, right. they yeah. they're working to fortify that edge they've put a franchise tag on matt judon sure. so you know they they, they, like look- they that like they need help with their front seven right. yeah <laughs> i mean it's good the, the the fortunate place that that baltimore's in right now and you're right the rich do get richer in the sense of the timing one they have virtually all their players offensively under contract so they've got no pending contract so that's that's intact uh, as good, and they're, they're still one of the top defenses last year, so they're going to add some uh, things to it. They don't yet have to pay Lamar Jackson, so they got another year or two here that you know that window when before you have to give them a you know one of these hundred million plus contracts that now does stretch you cap wise. So they have a lot of latitude in that they don't have to address anything offensively, and they can cherry pick what they want to do on the defensive side, and they've got the right cap room to do it, particularly going up to 198 million. Baltimore is in a very enviable place right now, and we we're talking about quarterbacks obviously Dak Prescott gets franchise tagged uh, by the Cowboys Ryan Tannehill gets a monster deal from the Tennessee Titans uh, there are some guys out there getting paid but I think there's one guy in Kansas City that loves to see all these massive contracts that's Pat Mahomes he's going to absolutely break the bank correct when he has to get this new deal yeah you know it will come together in the way it'll come together Patrick Mahomes Kansas City is is uh, <laughs> I remember I was talking to one of the head of the network uh, about right around the contract time and just in talking in general not that he's going to tell me anything. And I go, well, this is an interesting negotiation, obviously, isn't it, with the league? He goes, there's no negotiation. They tell us the number and we pay it. (laughs) That is what it is, you know, and that's the strength of the NFL. Well, Patrick Mahomes, it's with Kansas City, it's got to be, you know, Tell us the number. We're going to pay it, but can you work with this in terms of how we do it so we can keep some people around? Because right, right. he's going to get whatever. If he wants to walk in and say, I want a $200 million guaranteed contract, they're going to have to give it to him. Somebody needs to be that person. I, I, why, why do you think nobody has followed Kirk Cousins, Brian? Uh, we're right, right now on our third cycle of free agency, and Kirk Cousins is the only veteran who's gotten a fully guaranteed contract. When you're talking about quarterbacks going from one team to another, there's always a qualifier. Well, why, if you you're really that good, the team you're on is not going to let you go. So there's always some questions about when a guy, you know, even when we're talking about a Tom Brady, and obviously it's because of the age and all that type of thing, but, you know, there's still the qualifier, well, what am I really getting? And so there's, and, and even the Ryan Tannehill is, is what a great story he is. I imagine, and I haven't seen the contract, but I imagine that $100 million contract has some qualifiers in it that kind of covers them if it doesn't quite go the way they think they are. I don't think it's the, the guarantees in a Ryan Tannehill contract are going to look a whole lot different than the guarantees in a Patrick Mahomes contract, probably. But that's fair. That's how it works. And so, you know, it's a totally different set of negotiations when you've got a bona fide on the team Patrick Mahomes contract 
compared to, okay, how are we going to move this around and, and entice someone to come here? Which, as we've said, you know, and, and, and you, Ryan Tannehill is a perfect example. He left Miami. It was like, who cares? Yeah. Right. But it's turned out great for him. Right. Now we'll see. Well, can he extrapolate that into 16 games? I think he can. But that's a great story. You look at a guy like Marcus Mariota. I think he's going to be a great buy for someone because he could be another Ryan Tannehill getting into another situation. There's no reason his skills. So the, the, the equating the money to the quarterback and what's guaranteed when the more, you know, you talk about Mahomes, you talk about uh, uh, Lamar Jackson when his time comes up. Russell Wilson's next contract beyond these numbers are going to be astronomical. They're going to approach maybe baseball numbers in terms because that's really what it comes down to right. is the guaranteed money. Right. We've gone from twenty or thirty percent to almost eighty, ninety, a hundred percent guaranteed money for these quarterbacks. Right, they're going to be able to demand as much as they want. At this point, they play the biggest position in all sports. Uh, Coach, you've been doing great stuff with X Tech shoulder pads for a little while now. Tell more people about it. Yeah, we've taken the head out of the game. We've talked about it for years. Uh, X Tech, you know, you, it really is a great company. I've been very proud to be with Bob Broderick and Teddy Monica started a little company up in New Jersey. We're the number one pat in the NFL right now. Uh, uh, replete through the NFL. And the colleges, I don't care if it's Clemson, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, across the board. Uh, and the most important thing is now they're available to high school players, either individually or more and more we're seeing leagues and associations coming. You need to get our young people in X-Tech pads. It's the best protection available for them. Uh, go to xtechpads.com or go at X-Tech pads on Instagram and see exactly what we're talking about. As always, thanks very much and uh, plenty to talk about. I'm guessing the rest of the day today with Tom Brady. So we'll see you uh, Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Sounds is- good. Straight shooter, the coach, Brian Billick. No one knows where Tom Brady goes, but we'll find out probably tomorrow after four o'clock when he officially quote unquote becomes a free agent, a free man. I'm not going to say a single man because what he's got waiting at home is pretty, 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 Pretty good. Or better yet, let Larry David say it. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. Speaking of that, next, whoo, she's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Diana Rossini going to be joining the Dan Levitard Show. Somebody in the building yesterday texted me, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, people would be showing up to the facility banging down the door. What's got people so crazy? Is it NFL? Is it NBA? Is it maybe French Open Tennis? You'll find out in five minutes here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Figured I'd give you some George Clinton funk to kind of get you through this St. Patrick's Day. It's kind of a funky St. Patrick's Day. Everything seems to be shutting down, not shutting it down here at the radio station. Staying here quarantined with you, and it feels so good. The Dan Levitard Show, they're making it work. They're not all in the same room, not in the same studio, really not even the same cities. It seems like they're spread out all over South Florida, so they're doing the best they can. They got Diana Rossini on the line. I wish she was in South Florida right now, like I said. When I think quarantine, I think Diana Rossini. I should be so lucky. She joined the show talking about armpits. Yeah, in times like these, you got to talk armpits. The Carolina conundrum and what could Carolina get for Cam? 
We have not sorted out the technology here yet, so there is some echo. So I can't go to Billy right now and ask him what his armpit just smelled like as he made the move of uh, going under the... uh, Oh, I can't ask him through the echo? All right, let's ask him. Billy, how is everything under there? Because you just did a... uh, an 11:30 a.m. check under the arms as you often do how'd everything how'd everything go under there so far so good i get accused of that a lot i wasn't actually smelling but now that you ask yeah things seem to be going all right there that's old spice swag you're on chris what do you have for us on this subject you've seen billy do a lot of this during the show right okay very good diana russini joins us now on espn man Another screaming baby. Another (laughs) screaming baby. Uh, Diana Rossini with us now on ESPN Radio. Always funny when the show uh, jumps into news gathering mode. (laughs) Um, Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, what just happened there? Where'd that come from? Why aren't you worried about how my armpits smell? uh, They're they're, they're fresh and clean. one of the hardest parts about free agency is you have to do one of those like really quick rinses because you don't want to miss a text message. So I've been hopping in, doing the quick 10-second soap, rub down and dry off quickly. And almost every single season, I miss something in that 10 seconds. So uh, I didn't miss this one, though. And typical Stu Gatz giving Adam Schechter uh, the information on a story I broke. But thanks, Stu, for having my back again. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. This, this, <laughs> There's this, a lot this, going this, on. Like, I, mean. I, I know, but it's not hard. You read Twitter. There's my name. You read it. But nope, give it to Adam. <laughs> it's been a wild morning. So the last few days, I've been hearing about Teddy Bridgewater and Carolina, which really shocked me. I kept going back and actually Googling Teddy name of seeing maybe other insiders had reported it. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. This is just a name I haven't even heard. The uh, the source that gave it to me is ironclad. So I think right now we're just going through the process where Carolina is giving Cam the opportunity to seek this trade. They obviously made the decision. They want to move on from him. You take a look at what Teddy Bridgewater could bring to Carolina if this war, if this deal does turn out to, 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 to work out. You know, you're talking about the same division. He obviously was with the Saints. He knows these opponents well. You've got Joe Brady calling the offense in Carolina. Joe Brady spent a year with Teddy in New Orleans. So it, it actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, Diana, what do you think the Panthers could get from a team that would want Cam Newton to be their quarterback? The, the market for the trade right now is what I was doing before I just called in to try to get a, a, a sense of who wants Cam. Guys, the injury thing is, is real in terms of when you think of Cam Newton and you talk to organizations about it, even just reaching out to other teams about what they think about Cam. Everybody always just kind of says the same thing. It's like, yeah, if he's healthy and he's 2015. Look, I, I, the worst case scenario, obviously, for, for Cam is going to be they cut him. I actually think that that, that that could happen, which surprised me. Well, I mean, wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I, I'm not sure what they could get for him. I really, I really, I really don't know. And by the way, with this coronavirus situation and teams not being able to get physicals at their facilities with their team doctors, there's just like another layer to all this and in the value of these players. We have somehow, I don't know how we did this, gone like an hour and a half without mentioning the name DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, have you found wow. anybody, anybody, has, has anyone explained what Houston and Bill O'Brien was doing in a way that makes sense to you? Is there anyone on the internet, anywhere, because I've not seen a reaction to a trade that's quite like this, where everyone's consensus is, what the hell did the Texans just do? If they're going to trade him, how do they not get more than that? How do they get a bad contract and a broken, disposable running back instead of something that's of value? Like, who's made a good argument on behalf of what the Texans did that that makes sense to you, Diana? Okay, I'm so glad you asked me this. 
because it's it's a two part answer I have for you. One, we are all uh, we're all working from home right now, right? So life's a little different. Um, and so the the second this story broke yesterday, I immediately called Houston to try to get some answers, and I could not find my notebook anywhere. And the person was giving me a basic explanation of why there's value to this trade and what they were thinking. So the only thing I had in front of me was my W two, just sitting there like my ESPN W two. So I have my notes written about this trade on the back of this thing, which the W-2 is uh, very sad uh, looking to look at right now. Uh, but that being said, so th- the way it was explained <laughs> to me was, uh, by the way, I'm going to take a picture of this and send it to you guys when I hang up with you. The, the way they were looking at it, they got two second round picks out of this. They know they don't have a first round pick. This was a way for them to get more picks. But the bigger thing was DeAndre Hopkins wanted a raise. They did not want to pay him more money because they did not think that he is that valuable for them. When I push back on well, are you kidding? The guy has over 100 catches. Deshaun Watson, he's the gotta-have-it guy for Deshaun Watson. When they need a guy to go to, it's DeAndre Hopkins. The person that I, I trust a lot here in Houston pointed to the other teams that are dealing with high-paid wide receivers that got deals like Julio Jones in Atlanta where it, it hurts their cap. And when I pushed back also on the fact that, well, this is the kind of player that can get you to the playoffs, they said, well, why don't you take a look at DeAndre Hopkins' numbers in the playoffs? And that will tell you why, where we see value in him. But, but Dan, that being said, I still think the issue here is always going to be you have Bill O'Brien, the football head coach, and you have Bill O'Brien, the GM. And I don't truly believe that the football coach – Loved this deal, but I do know that the GM did. The GM side of this loved this and thinks that this is smart. Okay, because I'm not hearing anyone make that argument. I don't know what David Johnson's playoff numbers are, but that's also a bad contract. Like that's everyone is talking about that contract as if it's not the kind of contract that you give to a running back, and they took all the money on it. I I haven't heard anybody uh, put together an argument, Diane. I understand you're going to a Houston source on what it is that they're doing. That I I understand trading DeAndre Hopkins if you wanted to trade. DeAndre Hopkins. What I don't understand is Stephon Diggs getting you more, Amari Cooper getting you more coming back. Like these aren't receivers who are as good as DeAndre Hopkins. They're not. And the way I think Houston is, and I think I know the way Houston is looking at this, is they believe that this draft class coming up has receivers that they can grow and build and, and make great. And, and they obviously feel comfortable enough with Deshaun Watson and his ability to make the guys around him great and spectacular to believe that they can deal one of the best receivers in the game. They're getting crushed today, as we all are. You're, I, I hear what you're saying, and, and I'm not taking their side, by the way. I just talk to them, and I and this is how they're looking at it. It definitely didn't go all the way down the line of other coaches, by the way, of uh, them agreeing with it. There's definitely um, reaction from everyone, even guys on the team, obviously, of like, what the heck? Um, I had I had somebody in the building yesterday text me, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, people would be showing up to the facility, banging down the door. There's no way we can say if this trade was good yet until we see next year and see what happens. Diana, you did such a great job covering the XFL. Those players from that league are free to sign with NFL teams right now. Are there any players uh, garnering NFL interest? Yeah, no, Mike, thanks for that question because I'm talking to agents right now. So they're trying to figure out the rules still from the last time I checked with an agent of a quarterback who I definitely think is going to have a great market. And I guess they're still ironing out how this works right now. But obviously the name that, that, that you guys have seen everywhere, you know, PJ Walker is getting tons of attention uh, for, from different teams as a backup from Seattle to Houston. Even I'm interested to see where he'll, he'll land, but 
I still think this is a, a piece that they're trying to figure out. And, and this will probably start to come together later tomorrow, maybe even Thursday, when we start hearing XFL players getting some action. Diana, go ahead and send us that W-2. We want to see uh, protect some of those numbers. I don't think you want some people to see some <laughs> of the numbers. you send those to me? You, you're the worst. How could you possibly give her story to Adam Schefter? Why? You, she's your friend. I, I, listen, she is my friend. I love her dearly. I have 19 windows open. I'm I'm trying to do video chats with everyone on the show. There's a Brady's leaving. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Diana, Diana, I'm sorry. You. I love you. <laughs> Diana, thank you for being on with us. We appreciate it. It's fine. Thanks for working, guys. I appreciate you keeping me entertained. Diana Quarantine Rossini. Nice, nice, nice. Dan Lebetard Show plans to continue as scheduled weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560. The Joe, remember you can download the podcast for this show, their show, any of the shows on the radio station, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app, our website, wqam.com. And while you're playing around on the internet and you know you have time to do so, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I'm here working, doing my thing, loving life. Hawk and Crowder, they're working, doing their thing, loving life enough. Three to six weekdays. I jump on there with Solana every once in a while. We have some fun. Here's what Hawk and Crowder were talking about earlier today. I can't even keep track of what's going on. This is insane. Now, I did not expect Tom Brady to switch teams. About the only thing that hadn't shut down from the coronavirus, the NFL. And ah, thank goodness we'll hear some of that NFL active goodness next. Plus, my man Danny G., might stop by and talk a little bit about movies because tis the time, not the season, but the time to binge watch movies you love, movies you've never seen before, movies you have to see, and maybe just movies. We'll see how long this goes. This is the best of the Joe Show. I guess take advice from Lil Boozy. Wipe me down. Wipe it down. Just keep wiping it down. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. I guess... Should have known in junior high he was very hygienic and ready for a coronavirus outbreak. Mm. Something else that gets you more prepared for your daily, I don't even know what you'd call it, journey through this coronavirus epidemic is movies, 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 and more movies. Never have I been happier that I have Netflix than now because I am catching up on some of the classics, caught up with some classics. Danny G is here. He's going to stop by in just a minute, and we're going to talk about some of the classics you need to be watching Maybe you need to rewatch. Maybe I need to be watching. Or maybe you're just going to watch everything in your queue and then requeue up and do it over and over and over again. Then wipe it down again, wipe it down again, wipe it down again. Hawk and Crowder always wiping it down. Today, a crazy day in the NFL. Tom Brady. Whoa. Also, we are the Patriots. No one changes us. Plus, Tampa is mm, cool. I woke up this morning with the express intention of delving deep into my tweet last night that the Robert California era of The Office was the best era of The Office, and that was highly controversial on Twitter last night, but my plans have changed. (laughs) NFL got you. Holy hell. I can't even keep track of what's going on. This is insane. Now, I did not expect Tom Brady to switch teams. And I didn't expect expect him to switch teams without 
seemingly knowing where he's going. But this was, we were talking about it before the show, I think this was Tom Brady going over to Robert Kraft's house the other day, uh, as has been reported. I think he wanted to be wooed told him how much they appreciate him, that they'll do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, you're our guy. This franchise is yours. I don't think he got that from Bob Kraft. He obviously didn't get that from Bob Kraft. And I think they forced his hand. So similar to what happened with Dwayne Wade and Pat Riley. Yes, and I was reading something from Ben Volden where he's taking – 10 pay cuts over the, his, the course of his with career the, with the Patriots. We talked about it. We talked about this for years. When it's Brady's time, are they going to treat him like Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, or QB1? Right. And they've treated every – Randy Moss was wide receiver one. All their players. They got rid of Rabel. People don't remember. Rabel left. They got rid of all their players when they started to decline. I thought it was going to be different. I would have bet money on them treating Brady different. He was QB1. The way that I played it out in my head – I see Tom Brady going over to Bob Kraft's house saying, yeah, I want to end my career. I've got another couple seasons left. I want to end my career here, but this is my time now. I want to say in personnel. I really think this is how it went. I want to say in personnel because look at what I was left with last season. I want to say I've been around this league long enough. I think I've treated this team well enough. I've been around. I want to say in personnel. I want you to open up your checkbook because the next two. And after all that, I think Bob Kraft sat across from him and said, Tom, we love you. I love you like a son. This franchise is not what it is without you, but we do business a certain way around here. We have never deviated from our business plan. Bill Belichick is in charge of personnel. I'm not going to supersede him there. We have a very strict guideline as to how we pay our employees. We think we've paid you fairly over the... So we're not going to deviate from our business model. We want you to stay, but we're not deviating from our business model. Even for me, Bob? Even for you, Tom. That's that's crushing. I got you six championships. I I made you relevant. 20 years ago, you were irrelevant owner in an irrelevant organization. And if we didn't run the business the way that we ran our business, you wouldn't have those six championships. If we didn't run our business in a way that does not deviate for anyone, and again, I'm telling you, we want you back as quarterback. But you know how we operate. We're pretty successful. You can't question. And I think that was that. And he yes. finally left there and he said, yeah, I, I, I just I didn't get what I wanted. And I, I, I'm leaving. And, and so now we got to figure out where is he going. And it's not about money. The contract, the, the you know, the multi-year he wanted, it's not about how much they're saying, oh, we're hearing that Tampa's going to give him two for 60. It's not about the money. It's about the respect of what the money means to him. The Patriots are doing a single-year single, single year deal. He didn't. He wanted the longevity. He wanted the multi-year because of the respect. Thirty. It's crazy to say this. $30 million is not changing Brady's life. It's not changing anything in his no. kid's life. No. But the respect in his mind of what I earned in this league, the same thing with Dwayne Wade. Five million dollars no. wasn't going to change his life, which is what he was getting, you know, with the Bulls via versus the uh, the Heat, like the Kobe deal. But it was what the Lakers did to Kobe. Kobe couldn't. Kobe was not worth fifty million dollars. No, but they gave it to him because that's Kobe, right? And Brady couldn't get that. He couldn't get that. Well, in New England, I think somebody's going to give him that respect. We now, hear, we hear Tampa's open to give him whatever the hell he wants. Colin Cowherd has just said he has been told Tom Brady signs tomorrow with Tampa. 
I heard Jeff on with Dan. Jeff Darlington. Jeff Darlington was saying the same thing. I'll tell you, I don't get it. I mean, it's, I mean, whatever. Tom Brady's obviously way more successful at life than I am. I, I, no, man. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna second guess him. You are more charismatic. I don't get it, man. They're better at radio. Tampa? I don't get it. Bruce Arian is a old school players coach who's going to just like you said with, with Kraft and, and Brady in that situation you just played out where when Brady comes to Bruce and say hey I want a speedier receiver I want another guard I think we need to solidify the special teams whatever I know how this looks I think Bruce Arian and the Buccaneers and the Glazers say yes sir Tom yes sir Mr. Brady I think in New England he's Tom in Tampa he's Mr. Brady that respect we're talking about I agree but I'm saying what does that get you if you're Tom Brady is it is that punch your ticket to another Super Bowl no no, the challenge of it. Okay, but in Tampa? <laughs> you know, and again, I'm not, like, I happen to like Tampa. I told yes. you my son is considering going to University of Tampa. I think it's a great city. You live there. Beautiful city. It's a great city. It's got a cute downtown. Yes. Uh, but no one would describe Las Vegas' downtown as cute. No. Tampa has a cute downtown. I, I like it. It's warm. I, they've got a Portillo's there. There's some there's some significant positives for Tampa. That probably was on Brady's wish list. Probably uh probably way down, way down. That's <laughs> where he and I differ a little bit. But I just I I don't get it. I don't understand leaving. If he is in, in, indeed going to end up in Tampa, I don't understand leaving the preeminent football franchise right now. Which again, he made them that. I get it. Yeah. I don't understand leaving that to go to an also-ran franchise in a small city in Florida that is not the center of anything and, and isn't one toe away from a Super Bowl. You know what it is? It's not New England. And he it's, just wanted something that's not New England. If you think about it, the Glazers aren't interactive owners. Right. We know. You, we've seen the story of Bruce, uh, of Bruce Arian. On Fridays, he goes home and sits on his legs and has a drink and invites his players to have a drink with him. Uh, Belichick's not doing that. No. If you want to look at the polar opposite of New England, every Boston is sports. Between the Bruins and, and, the, and the Sox, they are sports. Right. Tampa, they like the Bucks. They fool with the Lightning. But it's not like Boston is with sports. Not it, at all. It is not New England. That might be the end. He wanted to go. He 20 years of this, I want to go the polar opposite direction. The one that surprised me was Byron Jones. Everybody yeah, told yeah. us they're not making any blockbuster deals. That was a blockbuster deal. Eric Flowers, nine million a year, nine and a half, whatever it was. Shaq Lawson, nine and a half. Those guys were, you know, that 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 right at double digits, mid teens. Byron Jones, the highest paid corner in the league, after you made Xavier Howard the highest paid corner about six months Byron ago. Byron Jones, new contract with the Dolphins from Adam Schefter, $82.5 million, including $57 million guaranteed, and it includes $40 million in the first two years. Whew. Big bank. Not That's that. a big contract. That's blockbuster. Hawk and Crowder weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Of course, you can get the podcast. You can get it all wherever you get your podcast, the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. We really thought we were going to be talking a lot about things not sports related, but lately it has been sports crazy. The NFL breaks for no one and nothing but we are not in the NFL, at least most of us are. I know there might be a couple of Dolphins players listening or players from other teams that live here in South Florida listening. For those that are not in the NFL and the world doesn't just keep trucking along, movies, 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 more movies seem to be the way we are going. It's the perfect sequesterness thing that we can do. So I brought in the movie expert here at 560 WQAM, Danny G. Danny, 
movies. I'm guessing you've been watching a ton Oof. more I, so. I always love to throw in a good movie here, here whenever, whenever I can find time between here and my other jobs. So there's a lot of good stuff on Netflix here um, going on right now. If you want to talk about some of my top favorites right now. Let's get to, let's get to them in just a minute. All Let, right. Let's stick with Hawk and Crowder for a minute. Okay. What we have done is we brought in Jay Fig, who is a terrible sports gambler picker. She picks the worst of the worst. Basically, you fade all of her picks. She'll make you money. Okay, so I, I'm in the house. Just fade her out. So we can't fade her, though, because there's really no sports to gamble on. Oh, that's a problem. So we're bringing her in, and we're saying, Jay Fig, we know you're probably not as versed in some of the movies that maybe we grew up with, because okay. she's from a younger generation. Now, of course, she's a millennial like Solana. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to give you a movie every day, and you need to watch at least one of them and give us a report on Instagram. Sure. So she'll be doing that at the Jay Fig. On Instagram, here's the movies that we gave her. I want you to first of all let me know what you think about the movie and how absurd it is that Jay Fig has never seen these movies. We didn't ask for a list; we're just random, random, right off. Hawk gives her Office Space. Well, you've got to see Office Space if you've never worked if you've ever worked in an office and you watch that movie, you will laugh your ass off. It is the perfect movie for now because his whole goal is to do nothing. Absolutely, and that's kind of what we're doing right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, and I want to know who took me steepler. Yeah, took me steepler. So she should have seen that one, definitely. We have to be careful though, because we do have a jump to conclusions board, and we don't want to jump to different uh, conclusions about J. Fig. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so now Crowder gives her Pulp Fiction. How you've not seen Pulp Fiction, <laughs> J. Fig? When I physically see you, I'm gonna have to be like WTF. I think like, I've seen her wear a Pulp Fiction shirt. <laughs> that's like one of the top ten movies of all time, in my book, anyway. Quentin Tarantino. Oof, never miss one of his flicks. Now Solana. You might say, oh, Solana's going to give her some garbage that no one wants to see. Uh-uh, he came strong. Really? He said not only one movies, but two movies. Solana gave two good movies. I am all ears on this one. Well, you have to watch both of them. Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2. Okay, well, those are those are two movies, technically one story. But, yeah, it's a great one. Um, obviously, we're talking Tarantino. Tarantino's a knockout the ballpark, whether it's whether one of our, one of our own over here, um, Gia, our traffic girl. And her Facebook name, The Bear Jew. There you go. One of my favorites. So I go last, and I'm like, look, I'm going to take it easy on Jay Fig. Give her an all-time banger that's been on TV a billion times, that's everywhere you go, that everyone talks about, that everyone knows, that even if you haven't seen the movie, you hear the title and you say, that's a movie I have to see, so you eventually see it. I was like, you've probably seen this one. Stop me if you haven't. White Men Can't Jump. she never seen White Men Can't Jump? Never seen. No, 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 no. She took it one step further. Never heard of what? it. What? Never heard of it. Man, that is such a millennial thing, Jay Fig. You don't know about we going to Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. Woo! That oh, is man. a banger of In a In fact, movie. I was even talking to my friend about that the other day who had not seen White Man Can't Jump either because he had not even seen Cool Runnings. So we sat around to watch Cool Runnings today, and I was like, you ever see White Man Can't Jump? Well, now we have a mission. Jay Fig, you're on the same mission. So now, from three to six... Weekdays, we're gonna have Jay Fig on. We're gonna give her different music movie selections, and she's gonna go watch a movie and report back to us. So she's gonna get a little culture in her life. Absolutely. I'm not innocent. I haven't seen all the great movies in the world, but I'm getting better, especially with the coronavirus. This weekend, for the first time in their entirety, I'd seen different parts of the movies here and there. For the first time in their entirety, Shawshank Redemption oh, and Goodfellas. It's about time, man. I know. You're I such know. A slacker, dude. It's like Shawshank Redemption is like my second favorite movie of all time, behind like Jaws. 
Yeah, it's it's a banger. Uh, great. I just never had access to him. Okay. And now I finally have access to him. You realize that played Shawshank Redemption on like 24-hour rotation on like TNT at some point. I know. I've seen parts of it here. They're the same thing with Goodfellas. Uh, you know, you get it all. Yeah, I get it. It's like one of those movies you see like a part here and there and like you've heard it made reference to in pop culture, so you kind of feel like you've seen it. So yeah. I am not innocent, Jay Fig. I am not innocent, but I have now got Shawshank Redemption and Goodfellas under my belt. I am not a movie expert. Jay Fig, far from a movie expert, although we love Jay Fig, like she's our sister. You, though, my friend. Yes. You know movies. I do. So why don't you break it down? Over these next, oh, I can only hope four weeks, but maybe longer, what are some of the movies that right now you're going to or you might get to or maybe some wild cards, something that someone's riding down the road? Well, I'll kind of reckon. Well, I'll kind of recommend some of those people or they could different different venues. If you go to Hulu, you can watch Vice, which if you kind of like want a serious political drama based in the real world about the life of Dick Cheney, I'd strongly suggest you go watch that. Um, if you're looking for a good time on Netflix, you know, there's always the Batman movies, The Dark Knight is up, the Indiana Jones um, trilogy, plus the Crystal Skull is on there. You got Hook, Steven Spielberg's oh, Hook with yeah. Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. You can't go wrong Classic. with that. And, and, and you know what? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner. There's so many good fellows the aforementioned. But you know what? I don't know what? My my guilty pleasure, Police Academy Five. Oh. Assignment Miami Beach, baby. Ooh. You know the one where Tackleberry puts the puts the gun with the shark's face. That is one of my all-time favorites. I believe they have all the Police Academy movies. So if you're looking for like a dumb laugh, go on there. Enjoy Steve Gutenberg, Tackleberry, uh, Bubba Smith. Hightower, they're all Jones, there. The, the sound guy. Yeah, Mar- Jonesy, the Mar- sound Jones, guy. Man. Commandant Lassard. Oh, Who's the bad Mauser. guy? Who's the bad guy? What, what was the name of the captain? Mauser was in some of the episodes was the bad guy. The other bad guy was, was Harris. 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 Yeah. Oh, I'll watch some Police Academy. Oh, I know, I know. I've seen some Police Academy, too. Even the second one with Howard Hessman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love all of them. No, all the Police Academy's great. Five, since you live in South Florida, you have to see it because it is. You got to see the one. That's the Simon South. He was uh, Simon on South Beach. It was shot in the Fountain Blue. Oh. I mean, come on, man! And you got the tall, the tall police academy girl with the with the big knockers oh, out on Miami Beach in a bathing suit. Dude, you can't lose. Anything. There's like a there's academy. like a there's like a drug deal and and and, and some and some and some, whoa airboats and there's airboats. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Police Academy Five. Is a terrible movie, but I absolutely love it, and I'm highly recommended if you want a screwball good time. And you were saying you're very excited to rewatch, which we've probably all seen on any given Sunday. That is all. Yes, any given Sunday is also on. On I just saw that on Netflix today, and I haven't seen that one in a hot minute. But you want to know what? Anytime I can get Al Pacino to give me like a good football speech, I feel like I'm coming out on the, the winner in that in that in that, yeah, in that so deal. That's really one of those things that we're doing right now is hitting it up. I've really whittled down a lot of the big movies in my queue. I want to rewatch La Bamba, of course. Yeah. Get back to the roots here in South Florida. I have never seen My Girl, so I am going to watch My Girl at some point this weekend. Let me ask you this, because my girl's a great one. You definitely got to see Macaulay Culkin, and um, I don't, I don't want to remember her name right now. Anyway, uh, but have you, have we have we've had this conversation. I don't remember the how many of the Marvel movies have you seen? Oh, see that Marvel. Come not on, my man. Thing, why don't you? Man? Get, I'll tell you uh, what. Uh, I'm gonna make a deal with you. I'm gonna make a one deal with you. And this is it. This is the. This is. I'll never bring this up ever again. If you can watch the first Iron Man movie, and tell me whether you like that or not. If you don't, I'm not telling you to watch the Avengers, not telling you to go too crazy with it. Just watch the first Robert Iron Man movie. Tell me what you think of Robert Downey Jr. in that movie and go from there. That's all I'm asking. If it gets any worse, I might have to watch all of them no matter what. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, you got anything better to do at the moment, bro. I mean, regardless, come on. Regardless. So, yeah. 
There's so many other things. I'll watch document. Oh, we talked about the ZZ Top. New ZZ oh, Top yes, documentary. Oh, yes, the ZZ Top documentary looks really, really you good. You cannot go wrong with that. So ZZ Top is another one. They got a Woodstock one on there. Yes. It's always good. Just I like rehashing all that. I know I know a lot about the topics, but it's just so good. Anything that anything more that you can learn about something that you're interested in, it's always, it's always a big plus. I know on Disney Plus, you know, ironically, uh, there's a documentary series called Imagineering on the history of all the theme parks and their creations and the rides. That's a really interesting documentary that they've been out there. Uh, ESPN Plus is loaded with great 30 for 30s. I, in fact, I just saw Miracle for the first time the other day. I turned around watched the 30 for 30 that's based on the Russian team's perspective. Great. Absolutely wonderful. So there is a bevy of stuff for you to watch if you have any questions. Your Twitter handle again, 305 Sports Bomber, am I correct? So they can always ask you. You are correct, sir. Ah, you can hit me up at Dan Day Radio. Lord willing, we can all just keep moving, keep rocking, keep loving, and life will one day soon get back to normal. In the meantime, as long as they let us in this building, we'll be here broadcasting to you. I'm done. I'll be back tomorrow night with the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 